On today's job board, beer, the one iron, overseed and transition, early tea timers, the future of assistants and supers, John Rom, smoking meats, fun facts, and of course, course happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. Welcome to episode number 55. Once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, this is a Thursday night. We're back at the nighttime because someone's heading up north for a wedding, I guess, I'm going to. Uh, that should be a wonderful time. Bruins. <laughs> sport. <laughs> it's on to the fucking football season. To the Suns, man. Uh, fuck. Basketball. Wrong. Celtics You're stink. missing out. You need, you, you I need, know. You need to watch. You're Anyways. Anyways. Watch Thursday night. It's a late night, so we are going to jump right in here. We're going to get through these beers early. Dan, we're going to do a little uh, beer review right off the bat. We played uh, Hack Attack this week. We were at Dove Valley. Dan beat me by fucking two strokes on our side game, and it was my turn to order beers. Walked right into the place, saw Dan on the fucking cover. It's actually, it's <laughs> it is, either it is one me. of us. It is me. A uh, couple of tattoos, giant beer belly, fatty boobies on a gentleman. <laughs> and it's uh, the Odd 13 Brewing Company. It's Lupulin Amnesiac. It's apparently a zero IBU hazy double IPA. It's 8%, 8.5%. Yep. I'm going to be buckled. Let's see what's doing. We're going to get some deep alien talk after this bad boy. That is different. That is different. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either, but it also says... It's not super boozy like an 8.5% double you would expect. No. It's um, almost got a little bit of the consistency of the, of the uh, orange... F- Frivel, but not thick. as thick. It's not it's as thick, thick. though. Um, and not as carbonated. You know, my first question, and you even threw it out at me too, was the zero IBUs. Yeah. How do you how now, do you get no the IBUs, zero IBUs are what? Basically, they test the bitterness of the beer. Yeah. So the higher the number, the more fucking bitter it's going to be. Uh, I don't know how that is a zero. It's I mean, not crazy bitter, but it's also not as crispy as the other one that I drank earlier. I don't know. Yeah, that other one I drank earlier was good, but I I don't know, dude. It's good. It's not like 8.5 I expected to be super, you know, it is. Or maybe it's cuz I just already had that other beer, but usually you can taste the booze like a Belgian. Right. I agree. Um it is it's tasty. It. There's just something different about it. It's not that it's it. bad yeah, bad. I I'm, I think I'm on the same street as you, man. Um I don't know how to how to describe it. So the, so the IBUs is the International Bitterness Units, uh, and apparently this occurs when you add the hops to boiling to the boiling water, and to achieve zero, 
in the lupulin amnesiac, which the lupulin is apparently the little granular uh, pollen, I would call it, uh, underneath the female flower of the hop, which I read earlier. And then uh, amnesiac is uh, you drink a handful of these and you got amnesia, you can't remember shit. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, they skip the hops at the boil. Instead, they uh, a cra- they add a crazy amount of this shit when it's uh, dry and pretty much finishing. Tastes so, good. It was solid par for me. If I was but the can, the can's fire. The can is very fire. I'm a fan and of this, the can. Uh, Odd 13 Brewing Company has this a bazillion beers. Is he drinking? What is he doing? It's, at Lafayette, it's out of Lafayette, Colorado. What's he eating? A drink? Is he drinking a beer? Yeah, that's a beer he's drinking. I don't know, suspect. But it's, it's good. good beer. It's good par for me. So start off this show with a uh, solid par. Yeah, so when this gets sideways, you'll know why. This fucker's and, yeah, we'll see if it's a birdie later. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll be double over. Or double, double bogey. Double bogey snapping 64-degree wedges out of the bunker into uh, <laughs> 75 yards out of there. It was funny. Uh, so we mentioned that thing, and then Andy contacts us and says, so is a one-iron rare? It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's the crazy rare it's probably the most rare club in the bag oh yeah one of my buddies plays with one of these and i said snap tell him to snap that yeah. thing and go buy a fucking driver or hybrid oh, he doesn't have a driver right Dude i think he just uses it was well, he, he any good no he's pretty close to me like we're still working on breaking 100 apparently yeah. this dude is addicted to the game well that's a great thing yeah. Imagine how addicted he would be if I don't, he had a legit drive. I don't know if this is legit. Well, it's his buddy Dan who, you know what Liberty Station is? The Carefree yep. Highway? So he worked there for a while. He opened it. He was the head chef. Nice. And fucking crushing it. Well, he moved back to Nebraska for family reasons. But I th- I'm pretty sure he started listening and started playing. And he fucking loves it. God Apparently damn. drives all over Nebraska with whoever he works with and. Go get a different plays golf. club. You're gonna love this game even more. I you swear played like to God. the Dismal River, You're, which is high in western Nebraska. Yep. Played that not too long ago. Just ripping the butt one iron around the place. So, dude, if whatever it takes, if you're new, <laughs> maybe the one iron's easier to hit. <laughs> I don't know. I used to play with a two iron back in the day. Well, you have the driving iron. Maybe it's gotta be similar to that. No, I like, don't know. The driving who? iron has a big old fat back to it. It's a in between, a, you know, the hybrid. Who makes a one iron anymore? No idea. I think my head pro has a two iron, like a legit, the newest whatever. That's interesting. Whatever he plays, what the pings or whatever. With with everything that's going on today and you have your choices to buy a couple clubs, I get it if grandpa hands you down a set of clubs and you're yeah. stuck with this two iron and one iron because yeah. they're from the fucking, you know, they're the Golden Bears, you know, the McGregors. Uh but if you're going out there today and you're buying and you're brand new, even if you're you've been playing forever, there are some, those golf clubs. They can help you a yeah. ton. I mean, if you swallow you your ego once again, there's too many people. Yeah, like, right. Oh, I need to play with forged whatevers. Dude, chuck a cavity back on that thing and you watch how you don't miss it. Right. I get it. You can't work it as much. But I got a a decent one iron story that I, I don't know. I can't prove it's true. My old director of golf was telling me he had a buddy who went out and played golf with Michael Jordan. Like he was a golf pro or whatever somewhere. 
and they went they hit their tee shots and like michael short jordan hits driver the head pro hits a one iron and they're like they're driving over to the ball and they stop at the first one and michael's like looking at him he's, he's like that was yours he goes, <laughs> how'd you do that and he goes uh I'm a basketball pro golf pro and like pointed at michael's and pointed up at his <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference for sure I can't verify if that's true or not, but if but anyways, I got a picture story. sent to me on the most wild clubs. We're <laughs> ripping back and forth with your brother, and I was like, dude, wine iron is as rare or more rare than the sixty-four degree wedge. Like, who the fuck has one of those? We talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, I know. My buddy Brisson fucking sends me a picture of his bag. He's got a sixty-four degree wedge. Is ridiculous. I said, throw that thing out. Throw it out. I, I don't even know how or why you would have that in your bag. Unless you just, you you don't know. Maybe you're just not good. So you, and I don't even, I mean, you're going to have to cut some of this. Andy, no, gonna, it's uh, it's not even a th- No, not good, but like. Of not good. It's like. Maybe the, from 50 yards, that? I always struggle because I don't know how to do a three-quarter swing. So you just chuck that in the bag and then you take something else out. Because you're not, and that's a full swing 50 iron. And I know I'm good with the full swing. Because there's times I'd rather hit a 110-yard shot than a 70. Absolutely, I, I, I would. My three-quarter 50-degree or whatever fucking stinks. But yep. if I'm 110, I'll take a full, you know, like a full 58-degree. I'm yep. way more comfortable with that. I I agree 100%. And I just don't know where you use that thing. Oh, I just told you, from fifty yards. Yeah, but, but if I mean you got to hit it right, yeah. There's I feel like there's not a lot of f- surface. Not a room fair. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so flat. You'll never be able to hit that out of the rough. I don't think. No. Because it's just pop it, just no, sitting not up, at all. pop it straight up. Uh speaking of which, maybe you can use it around some uh, spots at the canyon. So we, moving along on the project, right? Starting to strip some tees down, really getting after the bunkers. Uh, as we go around there, number four, we're going to get rid of the backside bunker. Number 14, we're adding another one. Uh, well, we're adding one. We're moving it, I guess we'll say. We're moving it. Not you really adding. You got the fever, dude. Yeah. This was in the plans. Uh is it just you're out there with Gary and it's just yeah, and as we see that. it, it's yep, and it's a little bit of me, a little bit of him, a little bit of Jeff, kind of bouncing ideas off each other as we're just standing around the hole, and it's like, so number eleven, we're gonna take the one on the right side and move it to the back of the green, and that whole right side. Now you're gonna play another, which we're building on a theme here, so it's on not gonna be what? like the backside's gone. No, eleven. We have the two right in the front. All right, I guess never look. So the right side. Uh, one is going to move kind of towards the back right of the green. And it's going to be a much smaller little pot bunker, which in what we're going to do is kind of repeat the same thing we're doing on number four is create that slope, you know, that we can, and then I'll mow a lower height approach or fairway cut yeah. all the way down at the bottom. So now you're, you're holding three clubs in your hand. You know, you could be on number four and decide to putt it depending on where the pin is. Essentially the same shot. Yeah. Then you're going to get over to 11, and you might chip it because the pin's on the other side, but you're sitting basically in that same lie. And then 14. 11. Uh, Hold on. Can we go back to 11? Are you yep. going to extend the fairway off the tee straight out for a little bit? No. Come on. No. Nope. Just nope. put up a green monster. Just keep my yeah, shit in. Or net, just a bounce. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> put up the green monster. 14. You can Bang! chuck it up. You can I would bounce fucking be it off that middle thing. fairway every time. 
Yeah, you got to take it over the top of the eucalyptus. Yeah, I'm That's so the way to go. Well, and uh, there's a magnet on 11, and there's a magnet on 14 on the left sides. For you're you. just as guilty of that sucker on 14. On 14, yeah, for sure. That is a just a tractor beam sucks my shit right in there. Yeah, I call so, it every time. So we're gonna move a couple of those bunkers around, and which is gonna create that different thought process. And I bet. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't move another or get rid of another. So we're going to get rid of, completely get rid of the one on four on the back side of it because it does nothing. And okay. we'll extend the front one because right now it's built on top of the mound. Yeah. We're going to build it into the mound, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Uh, so things are going along good and it's starting to really stay, you know, take shape. Now that they got. 16 all the walls done all the tedious work i mean these guys are used to building bunkers and you know basically stripping tees and leveling them out so got a hand almost all the backside tees are all stripped actually all the backside tees that we're changing are stripped uh they moved on to the front but they're in the bunkers right now 18 is kind of sliding that 18 bunker is kind of sliding down the hill a little bit is which it? will be nice be able to see it from down the bottom rather than I mean, you know it's there because you're driving. Looking How do you right soften two approach so you can see the green from the tee? Is that the next two approach? I don't know how that can happen. That's a uh, that would be a great uh, change is to somehow figure that out. But you, I mean, the the green I mean, would have to be pitched. If you did soften pitched. it, you fucking would lose the ball back down the hill and didn't right. want to do that. Because you, you have need to raise it almost the pitched up. away from the tee to, if you carry it. Mm -hmm. But we looked at number three. Uh, Thinking about like maybe next year, the years down the road is, you know, right when we cross the road, stop right at the top there. And yeah. that's where you enter the orange tee yeah. back up at the street. It would be badass. Um, that almost so takes that cut off away, though. You are not going to reach it nope. from back there, so but you can it. see it now. Right. You know, you can see what you're going after. Yeah. So a lot of cool things happening and. I keep pumping the shit out of it that it's going to be awesome, man. I hope it's uh, awesome, and I hope the guy that knows how to grow the grass there can figure it out and make it uh, good. <laughs> yeah, we are going to be using uh, – we decided on the tee boxes we're going to use uh, Tiff Tough, which is Bermuda grass, fairly new to the market. Uh, I know a golf course in Florida that's changing over the whole golf course to it. Um, it's been used at a couple of the places out here. Uh, on driving range tees is what kind of started uh, a couple of tee boxes here and there and everybody's loving the success you can you know greens up earlier uh, it goes into dormancy a little bit later uh, much more shade tolerant the look of the leaf and everything is so a what 419 ish what if you fall in love with it any idea like just smoking your fairways and sprigging that shit uh, or is that too far down? That's here? way too far. Would that down ever take priority road. over tee boxes or bunkers? No. no, no, I don't think so. No. Uh, I don't think the re the return on the investment, I don't think is there. At a private club, I could see somebody out here yeah. possibly doing it because their investment is to, you know, use the money before Uncle Sam grabs a hold of it. You know, whereas where. Obviously, any improvements you do at your place, you know, you can get those kind of write-offs or you got to spend it or Uncle Sam's going to come and grab it, you know, mm -hmm. type of thing. But at that level, 
Ferrars, no. How many people do you think know that you grow two different types of grasses? Like in the winter, you think, how many people do you think realize that this is not the same grasses in the summer? Percentage, what percentage? Percentage-wise, I would definitely have Let's just to say, say percentage, or, you know, anybody. Actually, I take that back. I would say. God, I bet it's in the 30% no. Yes. And at my club, I think the exact same answer. They know we close for overseed. But if it's like if I have thin Bermuda areas and I kept it painted green, they wouldn't. There would be no clue that that's two different types. Of right. Yeah. I think you're right on that. Because I had a conversation with a couple of the. Uh, with an outside service guy and uh, one of the, I guess, card holders there that I know. And it was that same thing. Hey, you know, golf course is doing so good. You know, you got a couple of areas that are dying out there. And it's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Like, and right underneath it, there's Bermuda grass. And it's like, what do you mean? It's like, what? Like, oh, yeah. You've been working here I've got- for as long as I've been here, yeah, I you know, as I know the, you're outside service, you know, doing whatever, but you're not picking up on what's putting down. Like, I mean, this is the best for me. It's still continuing on to be the best transition I've ever had there. And we have minimal spots. Ryegrass is it's wanting to come back. It's out oh, there. You know, you, you drive when you drive by it. You're like, man, that fairway is awfully green. You know, you get out yeah. there and it's like, okay, it's not quite as thick as I thought. It's almost that at right. overseed, right? When, you know, things start popping and you drive by the golf course and you're like, wow, they look good. Yeah, at yeah. 35, it looks great. But at right on top, mm, there's yeah. not much there. Point so I'm okay it. with that. But, uh, I mean, nighttime temperatures, 63 degrees the other morning. Yeah, but it's going to be 115 degrees on Tuesday. I know. But still, I'm just saying is. See ya. And today was a hundred. Yesterday was like ninety-five as a high out here, or at least at the golf course. Rio, yeah. Um, and high temperatures at sixty-three. That's rye, perfect ryegrass weather. Yes, it is going to smoke because this week is here. It comes right. They keep saying it's the hundred and twelve, fifteen, seventeen is what I see. Yeah, we got hack attack at five hundred club coming up next week, and it's supposed to be one hundred and seventeen in Phoenix that day. Hopefully, we'll so if Riggs wants to come out and play some golf, yeah, in now, the hot now weather, it's hot in Phoenix. Now it's getting hot in Phoenix. You want to come and play? Let's go. I mean, I had a conversation with my member for the first time. He had stayed through the summer, and we went through transition. Where I sprayed out, and he's like, "What happened?" I was like, "Well, what happened to what?" He's like, "The callers." I was like, "Uh, they're." dead the ryegrass is gone we got to start growing bermuda grass what do you mean he had no clue it's just like why why did one day it was here and next day it's gone and it's like well let me sit sit down for a second let me explain to you what we call overseed is we are seeding a new turf and growing that in yep in in 21 days and turning around and opening back up and then you're gonna wonder why we can't drive 18 some guys 14 days closing seeding watering and opening with a new turf type in my, 14 days my first year at the canyon was 13 days that is banana 13 days i had six greens that i would not mow and they kept asking you know like 
and back then it was me doing it all by myself you know or at least the crew yeah as well so um you know the speed at which we oversee the place to get it completely done in three days was crazy like i blew away they like it usually takes a week to do this you know five seven six days yeah. i was like no we just work from sun up to sundown until it's done and the water's running on it and then when i opened they're like why aren't you mowing those i was like well, those are the last greens I did. I was like, that grass on there is the oldest blade of grass on there is three days old. Yeah. That's the oldest one. You know how many of them are finally coming last night? So yeah. 80% of what you're seeing right now probably came last night. Right. You know, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, when are you going to mow them? When they're ready. You know, if I go over there right now, I'm going to vacuum that shit right out of the ground. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but lo and behold, it's like you, you wait those couple days and by January, whoa, this is the best we've ever seen it. Well, yeah. So, you know, that continues on, get a couple more days, get a couple more days, a little flash flood and a little construction on the clubhouse forces us to close. And now I'm at the situation that I'm at four weeks with no cot restrictions, but it's four weeks. Uh, I am like 95 days away from dropping seed. That's banana lands. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking about I was all looking at the calendar yesterday and I'm like, holy shit. Next week I'll be 90 days from. Go back to seed. overseed real quick. My first overseed in my first place was 18 days. We got right closure. We weren't even the first like, my first overseed was the, if there was one blade of green gla- grass left out there, we brought the verticutter over, and we mowed it in these spun circles. Oh, there yeah. was not a single blade of green grass on 100 acres of turf. And we were seeding the following Saturday still. So that means 11 days later, we were going to open a golf course with a completely wow. overseeded new seed golf course. That hadn't, I mean, we're just finishing seed on yeah. Saturday. When I first started at Highlands, that like, was coming off of the last year of that type of prep. So I wasn't yeah. there when they prepped for this overseas. But I'm driving around. I'm like, man, I thought this place was, you know, the crazy high end. And we're in August and there's still truckloads of sod coming. Mm-hmm. And it was like, holy shit. I mean, sodding half of fairways. Yeah. And that following year. My first year at it was the minimal prep, the spraying out, you know, all this shit. And, you know, they had some test spots about uh, spraying some chemicals the year before, but I wasn't there when that all went down. So I never got the 45, 50 dumpsters worth of debris pulled off the golf yeah. course between Vertica. That and was then. another thing. We had it's dumpsters, like, oh. two dumpsters, like every couple hours getting filled and filled and somebody grabbing them and That's taking them unbelievable to me it's crazy that that was you know what we know now and only 15 15 years ago and i'm sure there's still a couple of them out there that just still believe in it that do it eight years ago seven years ago you know know what's insane to me the first time you see well after my first so my first overseed we seeded the golf course then jamie had our first son like a couple days after or like not long after we turned the water on so I left. For, I took one week off. I came back to work 
to see it from what what I left with this like brown pasture to with no grass on it yeah. to a full we're mowing tomorrow. I was like, it is fucking mind blowing, and it's still mind blowing every year. The movie pop and we put that first cut. I'm like, I still don't get how we went from f- a week ago right to mowing stripes is a fucking love that. lasers and you're taking pictures yeah. and you have taking pictures lasers. every lasers. year of first cut every year of first cut the <laughs> greens will never look better Mm-mm. the stripes on the greens the first cut on all the ryegrass in the greens and you have all those stripes yeah. everywhere it will never look like that again Especially if you got salt water, it just fucking smokes. I know, because then it just dies the minute you keep lowering cuts and then stop the water. So yeah. the flushing, you know, the flushing yeah. of all that salt stops. It's just and it rises to the top and muerto. I remember my first overseed, like in California, it's a different beast. It was just you, you throw seed, you turn the water on. It's fucking Colorado River water, tits, blow sand. First one here, like different ball game and i throw seed and i look at this area and i call a superintendent that's been there for a while and deals with salt issues he's like you want to come take a look at this we wheel up there and i'm kind of panicking oh yeah salt gets back in the cart and i'm like yeah that's it he just sits yeah dude, you're you're fucked and salts and you're done <laughs> i was like oh cool like thanks for coming <laughs> okay, i guess i should have just taken a picture and sent it it's funny that you bring that up because, you know, right now we're, you know, chucking our ammonium sulfates and getting the nitrogen going for the Bermuda grass. Just push, push, push. <laughs> My first year at the canyon was uh, everything that I knew at Highlands with at that time was shitty water. So it was like, we need a pound of N out here like right now yeah. and get ready for it to come after. I put a pound of N on that place. I was bailing hay. For like three weeks. Oh, that makes sense. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have good water here. I I never thought about that. Shit. My old place? Bailing hay. We we never threw 2100. Like, we just transitioned. I mean, we did some sodding, not much. And it was wall to wall, like 200 acres. It was just fucking good transition. No spray outs. It was fucking tits. My place, I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, (laughs) half a pound a week, dude. Yeah. I went from nothing ever to half a pound a week to try to push this grass. Yeah, and mine's kind of the same way. As, I mean, I'm still throwing it, but it's, you know, I fertigate it now. Uh, that's more or less due to a maintenance or a lack of maintenance yeah. or a lack yeah. of people to do it all. And plus, it just makes it easy, and I can be out there banging holes rather than pulling a lily. You know, you know I what, want you know full ammonium. Though? It's another employee. Right. That you probably will never be able to hire because you'll never be fully staffed. So we just use that money for that because yeah. that's the guy that would be on the spray rig anyway. Right. You know what I mean? That's the shit where I think we, I, we've, I've even evolved. It's like I can't, I don't have a spray tech to go do a wedding agent app or do this. So yeah. like, how do we inject it? Yep. How do we inject it? I don't have, I don't have time or we do got 16 other projects to do. And I don't have time to go out and fertilize the rough or the money. Like, right. all right, I'll just inject it and then we can continue it. Yep. It's, uh, I believe in it and always have. But uh, this year is the first year that I've been injecting, you know, now. Usually I'm still out there with the Lili, you know, chucking 2100. I do want all that ammonium, you know, nitrate in there, but. I'll just take nitrogen at this point. I've got a, it's better than zero. Today, this afternoon, I was running around switching because I got my app by acid pumps. I just bought a bunch of uh, UAN32. So this yep. afternoon, I got to 
I need to pump water through the pumps so it doesn't. Something with the acid and the fertilizer. I can just yeah, a bunch of no diaphragms. Bueno. No. Yeah. So I'm like running between pump stations while one's pumping like five gallons of water through. I was spent all afternoon like getting my UAN32 ready to inject this afternoon, just this yeah. afternoon to start pumping that. Yeah, it's yeah done with running around with, you know, lilies and trying to water that in before golf. And I mean, we don't have much golf, but we don't have time. You know, it's just it's not a lot of golf, but it's so sporadic. Yeah. You know, throughout the day. The weekends is still okay, but the weekdays, which is nice with the project and everything going on, it's nice that everybody kind of read that, all right, this place is going to be a little bit of a disaster out there, which it's it's not at all because the shitty part is it's the best transition that I've ever, you know, it's the best first couple weeks of June I've had in since I've been there. Yeah. Um, so it kind of stinks in that end that a lot of people aren't out there playing it. But it's nice. Keep them out of here for a little while. You know, we're just. You think the construction's almost, keeping them away or just. Yeah, we have it posted everywhere. I mean, every time you go to get on there and book a tea time, it's saying to you, hey, this is what's going on. Be prepared. And then we still have the plastic up, you know, the plexiglass in front of the uh, workers on the yeah. counter in the pro shop. And uh, they're big on signs in there. Uh, they'll stick sticky note signs. It looks like fucking when Homer took over Ned Flanders's fucking cabin and they, they walked inside and they were just sticky notes all <laughs> over the entire place. And it said, put, you know, on the fridge, it said, put food in here and Homer yeah. took it and stuck it on his belly. <laughs> classic. But uh, a lot of sticky notes. They don't say anything to people, which kind of gets me a little bit. It's like the more communication, I don't care if you're tired of, saying bunkers are all ground on the repair because i was out there last friday me jeff and uh gary were out there looking at a couple bunkers and a woman had hit in there and i know she plays all the time actually this was on monday um she plays all the time and in a bunker on 11 so what do i do here it's like you you didn't read the sticky note on the plexiglass. You didn't look at anything on the website. But most of all, no one said anything to you. Like, come on. Like, who's you're just relying on people to read a sticky note? That's lazy to me. You know, you, you got 45, 50 people during the week that are in there. I think you can say, hey, just remember, we're on the construction. You know, tee boxes are now starting to get ripped apart. We're moving to temporary tee boxes. You know, 13, the green and the yellow are in the fairway. Really? On a, yeah, because, I mean, I'm not going to stick the green and the yellow on a par three all the yeah, way back right. at the backs, you know, which that's the only tee that we're not doing on there. But it's still just like, just keep pumping it. Just keep saying, hey, we're sorry. You know, not that we're sorry, but the information of, I'd rather have them say, hey, just don't, for, don't forget, you know, all bunkers are ground under repair and we got some tee boxes and, you know, we've moved around. Hey, yeah, yeah, Camelback. yeah. I know, I know, I know. Camelback. Yeah. That dude give us exactly. a full run. run. It was. They, we just sprayed or we haven't sprayed out on this golf course yet. We still got some ryegrass out there. So you're playing on this. This is yep. what to expect. That guy fucking went down until we're like, 
You got yeah. it. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> I know. Like, we let him it roll. Almost, yeah, we did. Like, and we're he good. did a very good job. And then I opened Dude, my mouth just that to was bag awesome, on him. Though. But he did a really good job. I need that. Yes. Every group. Even at a private club. Yep. Hey, this is due. Da 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 da. This when is on, what to expect. On Saturday. Keep in mind, it's June. On Saturday, right? I, I, checking had pe- out. I had people that teed off at 535 on Saturday. My first Jesus. tee time's at 603. No one starter wasn't there. Those are the only days that we have them. Saturday, this weekend will be the last time that we haven't. But no one's policing anything there. And they're seeing golf shop, outside service, hooks them up. Somebody in there needs to say, you can't go until this time. So I'm spraying greens on Saturday morning. And these people come up there and I'm, I said, hey. Uh, so did you guys just go or did they let you go? Guy waves and smiles and waves at me. And I said, no, you didn't answer me. I said, did you go or did they let you go? I said, because I need to know this. And they're like, oh, they let me go. And I said, bullshit. I said, you guys went on your own. Yeah. Yeah. They let us go. But I could just tell, look down at the ground, wouldn't look at me. So I knew they went and I just said, guys, you definitely want to wait. I'm spraying in front of you. You're going to catch me. I'm spot watering everywhere. You're going to run into sprinklers, like the whole deal. And they were okay with that. The next guy was a single. He passed. Caught me on number four. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, did they let you go or did you just go? He's like, no, I just went. I was like, all right, man. Here's how this is going to work. I said, it's 545. You're not supposed to tee off until 6.03. Here's your choice. Sit here until 6.03 so I can get way out in front of you. Or you can just come along and you'll play through every sprinkler head and me spraying greens. Your choice. Goes, how about if I get in front of you? I said, good luck. I said, go. And you took off and I passed him two holes later. And he played through water. And me spraying the rest of the time. Did he? He was fucking. They're thirty minutes before they should be teeing off. That's what you get. I, I was at uh, at the men's club one day, and listened to one of the guys bitch and moan in the golf shop as I'm filling out my sheet, um, you know, my betting sheet for uh, what I'm games I'm in on. You know, the skins, the net, the you know, the deuce paw and all this other games that I'm going and the guy's bitching and complaining. It's like, yeah, last weekend I played here and this and that, the other thing He's like, those guys need to come in any need to come in early. If you, if they're going to get shit done, I picked my head up and I said, excuse me. Oh, you I don't did? even work there. I don't even work there. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, excuse me. I said, no, these dudes don't need to come in any earlier. You need to stick to your damn tea time. You know? And I was like, dude, come on, man. You don't go, you know, this is part of the issue. You're going to sit here and bitch and complain about these guys that started at probably four in the morning there. Yeah. You know, to get out in front. Because I know they do a little double T something or other, which we're trying to do at our place. Yeah. Oh, what day of the week can we kick it off on the back nine? None. Is that just to get the earlier tea times? The people that 
want the 6 a.m. Yeah. So now you, when I was, is at, there, does that like, is that going to fill your tea sheet? No, no, this is what or is I, it, or is it the, the 10 is now just going to be the 8 30 and you got nothing from instead of after 10 30, you have nothing after 8 30. They just want to get more revenue from the people that want to play earlier. And my answer too is we're not booked from seven from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. I mean, sorry, 10 a.m. We're not booked solid. So people aren't fighting for the early tea times, okay? But all it does is they get in our way on the backside, you know, because I can't afford to send out two mowers, two cup right. cutters, right? you know, to cut greens and whatever. So now they're in the way. Now that slows us down. So now my guy or two of them have to wait on golfers as they're going around. So now that one four-hour job turns into five, five and a half, right. depending on where they sit. And I would get it if it was like, yeah, we're doing front nine and back nine, and we have 30 golfers on each side, whatever it is. Okay, I'm yeah. game. I'm absolutely in on that. Right. It does. Like I said, it doesn't. But it the does, three instead of having tea times after ten thirty, we we don't have any tea times at eight thirty. We're still doing forty rounds a day. Right. It's not worth it. No. How are we going to make improvements to the golf course when you got a full golf course and the heart of when we're supposed to be doing golf maintenance? And for us out here, it's another thing that kills me is the answer. It's it's summertime. Nah, it's a summer. Nah, I think, no big I think deal. Because it's the a summer. Shop is closed. The assumption is, or not closed, slow. Yes. The assumptions we're not doing shit when we're doing a shitload. Shitload. Shit. Yeah. Talk to me in December. Yeah. Eh, it's December. January. Yeah. We're just mowing. We're just mowing. We're just mowing. Eh. Doing fucking detail work. Yep. Edge and car path. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit Par West for all your golf course and home course needs from the AccuForm AccuLevel to the Corona Oscillating Hula Ho. Be sure to check out the app for all the up to date products. Far West Turf Services. Use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over $250. Half of that shit's never getting done because I can't get in and out of a car path. It's so busy. Yeah, but you know. You know it's bunkers. mow and get out of the way after yeah. that. Everybody go find something to do on the edges of the fairways. Yep, stay you know? out of their way because the golf course is packed. Yeah, and you guys can't get in and out at all anyways. Um, yeah, so it's such a weird conversation that i seem to have every single year yeah. why why am i having the same conversation about oh it's slow how is it out there it must be easy now huh no no it's awful and it's and just as much as i still think it's awful in that golf shop when you only see 50 people a day yeah. as opposed to 210 yeah you know you're just constantly busy the day goes by I walk through there now, go check on invoices, and they're just sitting there, like, twiddling their thumbs. It's like, okay. It brings me that back to the days of working in the vitamin store, just staring out the window like, I can't sit in here any longer. Oh, it would be brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it we're fucking balls of the wall. We're fucking doing everything. I posted there on Instagram where... Sandmaster showed up. You got a fucking yeah, took it a straight out. Yep. So hey, we're Dan, injecting we that should sand. get one of the, Look at that machine. We should get one of those. Actually, dude, it's working out so far. I mean, I was like day two, but 
so far so good i got a, a good operator on it and we're fucking going we're going after it dude nice that tractor is a fucking beast a beast that <laughs> needs to be in the wheat fields of are you gonna oh, yeah. ever try and change those tires that's not mine it's a rental dude oh that's a rental yeah okay dude, I, I was i asked you the other day i was like that thing is insanely big you can't get so everybody everything i've heard to run that thing is 100 horsepower tractor so you can't get anything like sunbelt doesn't have anything over 60 okay. or, or nothing i got some fucking ag place down in bingham yep They're like we got one he's like i got 100 to 110 i'm like all right dude line this fucking thing up because i can't have this piece of equipment get delivered and then just sit. absolutely sits there yeah uh, no, you I know? totally agree. I Even just a demo, that was like yours, the you had to, show to me. buy it because no, that's that all one, that was the available. The reason is, you the fucking COVID, you can't get, my mm-hmm. tractor isn't going to get delivered until we ordered one. It doesn't get delivered until like the winter. So Jesus. I need, so I fucking rented this thing and, and then, so I get it rented, 100 horsepower truck, he's like, hey dude, like the front, I don't know, whatever, differential went out. I got 120. It's like, all right, send it. That thing's a monster. It's a fucking beast. It is a beast. It cringe. The tires are about the size of a fucking bike they tire. They're 10-speed tires. But they're taller than me. I know. For sure. Those have got to be eight-foot tires. Are they eight? They're up yeah, there. Yeah, they're fucking huge. <laughs> that thing is a monster. But luckily, I got like an old farmer. I'm like, you're yeah. in there. The thing is fucking badass. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, we could. It's slow as shit. Oh, the whole process. Yeah, we did it at Highlands, and it was slow. But you know what? Slow. Who fucking cares? We're tough yeah. person anyway. If this is gonna make it better and make my life easier, like let's just fucking rip the bandaid off and get after it. Yeah. Man. No, absolutely. So it's like that aggravating. Top dressing. We got all this shit to do, and I'm gonna open the golf course. In Every the, golf the course that I've witnessed doing this, whether you know with that machine. Uh, there's a couple other ones out there that are doing essentially the same thing. But adding sand into giant, deep fucking trenches yeah. is essentially what it's making. But it's, I mean, I mean prior to it's this, not a trench. It's a, what's that? We were doing the aggravator prior to that and top dress and trying to fill those holes. Right. So it makes a fucking big hole. Absolutely. Yeah. The only, the difference is this thing, it's one continuous drainage. Like that's just like a bowl. Like it yep. drains into a cup. This is like a continuous drainage. So we will... F- I hope we'll follow the, right. the fall, but in lo- are low spots going to collect s- salt now? Uh, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah, is that all going to flow? We ripped a, uh, a, we ended up redoing all the drainage basins in Did the you? fairways. Yeah. Because of that? And one was because we were adding so much sand. Yeah. And as you drag it around, the, your low spots collect a bunch of that sand. Oh, yeah, So yeah. then it doesn't become a, the drain spot anymore. Yeah. So we did have to end up doing a bunch of work there, but whatever. Um, I don't know. It, it's everybody that I've seen using it and sticking to the plan, their golf course change well, like changes in three As long years. as I'm there, we are sticking to the plan. Yeah. And that's a great commitment from the club that, because, I mean, one, the piece of equipment is expensive, and then when you have to show them the bill of how much sand you're going to not only top dress, but now I'm going to cut just yeah. as much into it. 
And then now I got to run around and level heads. You know, there's so many of these expenses, yep. but the end result is, I mean, it's fucking night and day. You yeah. know, three years into this, I promise you're going to see that change. I mean, next year you're going to go out there and overseed and you're going to see a million lines. Right. Where the grass is fucking yeah. healthier inside those lines. And Which the following is, year, you're going to cut it the other direction. I almost need, though, yeah. be like, I'm not selling you bullshit. Like, it can grow where we can get water to That's drink. That's what you need to see. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, what, we're, what, I'm not, what I'm selling is not fucking voodoo. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This is fucking, we're going to have green lines probably. Yep. If we don't get any rain, especially, we will have green lines. But mm-hmm. that's to prove same water right next to it, two inches away. We can't, the fucking salt smokes it. Yeah. So this is why the program works. Um, I think it better fucking work. It better fucking work. Well, It'll no, be your it will. Assistant. It will It'll uh, be your assistant real okay. quick while I'm thinking about it. If there are any assistants out there, my neighbor next door at Tano is looking for a superintendent for 18 holes. Uh, Tunnel Verde's it's a good spot. Yep. Travis is a really good dude. So if you're looking, you're listening, you want to get down here, you want to join the hack, you're tired of fucking Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> time to get back down to the desert. Uh, definitely is a good spot. Or if you're here in the valley and you're looking for something. Yep, there's he's a handful hiring. of other ones too. A ton of them. Not, yeah, not to single them out, but he's my neighbor. He's looking. So get on Cactus and Pine website, but yeah, definitely. I think I got on there the other day for the first time in a long time because I know of another uh, job that opened up this weekend that was or this week. That's a quote unquote, one of the pretty good ones. And I got on there and I was blown away at how many people are looking for superintendents, superintendents or first assistants. I was kind of blown away. So there's been when I came in the game, there was a shit ton of assistants, but it was just tapering. And right now. I think everybody knows it's fucking very hard to find a good assistant. Like I've heard more than five times a guy's looking for assistance and in six months got three applicants. Yep. And they're not even close to here. Like, and not that you're not qualified if you're from Maine. Right. But it's like, there's nothing even in town. Right. How long until that triggers trickles into our positions? You know what I'm saying? Eventually it will. I think it's heading in that way. Uh, look at the schools. You know, the turf schools have like record low numbers. Is it going to go back involved. to the dude that just started on the crew and kind of just stuck around for 13 years? How That's kind of how it started. I don't, there was never a turf grass agronomy program. Right. How many of those old school dudes were just, I was out mowing. I paid attention to what this dude was fucking doing, this old farmer. And I just kind of didn't this and I stuck to the plan and I, I've been working. I know every hot spot on this hole, and I know what the screen, how that reacts, because I've been on it for twenty years, and now I'm the man. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would take that experience. Yeah, I mean that experience right there goes a long way. But to bring somebody in um, that doesn't know that, just because you know, because they got a piece of paper, that's a tough thing for a company or a management company. You know, depending on the size of the operation, the expectations of the place. I was talking and chatting back and forth with Dave up in North Dakota. And, uh, you know, we had talked about, you know, the guy that's on Facebook that's asking about what urea yeah. does or is. And I think Dave, we even mentioned. Dave like, mentioned he was like, hey, there's a guy. lot of little nine-hole courses up here that they're farmers by like trade. Mentioned that, right? And, yeah, and it's like, hey, the you. board just is like, hey, man, you want some side work? You think you can throw together a couple guys, yeah. take care of this place? It's got, 
you know, a spot where we tee off from. And at the end of this stretch of grass, there's a fucking hole with yeah. a flag in it. And that's golf to them. And we got three mowers in the shop. Yeah. And there's one mechanic, one mechanic who's part-time. Yeah. Maybe not. You Maybe I mean? not There's even. the farmer. Um, you know what I mean? Just go mow. Just go mow. I mean, I've played golf, western Nebraska, small town, nine holes, everybody. It's just, it's, you know, it's not fertilized. It's mowed turf. Yeah. And if it's rains, it's greens. If it's, if it's, if it's rain-ing-ish, what the fuck am I trying to say? <laughs> Andy, you got to cut that. Nope. Yes, that's the Andy. Uh, that's the odd Andy? thirteen. The, Andy, the zero IBUs. I'm talking to you here. Make Danny buckle on a Thursday night. Anyway, if you're getting rain, it's green. If not, the greens are green. Right. So, I don't know. There's a lot of jobs here that are open, which I was right. I was shocked at. We'll see. Uh, I guess we'll see that trickle effect in ten years if it's because of the no assistance. What that turns into, because the high end places are always going to get them. Right. But I don't feel like when I was first cutting my teeth, every course was getting them. There, all the assistants were strong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When I now was, it's like when I first got into it, I thought every every assistant should have been a superintendent at eat. You know, yeah. at a lot of places. It's just the jobs weren't available for the number of us that were looking. Now it's like, oh, you show a little initiative. Are you ever interested in growing grass? Like, go hang around with this kid for a hour. Just drive me, you know, and like, we'll turn you into a foreman. Spray tech. Like, how into, It's going to turn to this grooming. All right, just get online and get this certificate. Yeah. You know, is it going to turn into a trade? And not, not a negative light, like. No, no, I, yeah, I think that's what I, why the pause there was, no, not in a negative light. I think it goes back to for sixty percent of the golf courses that are out here, you know. But we could catch that swing up again, you know, from what Tiger did in the early two thousands yeah. to make golf grow again. We just had, you know, the pandemic put a lot of people with golf clubs in their hands. Maybe you know, this the PGA initiative this... of social media get people going, but then they squash the, the the Kepka beef. Like, just build something. You know what I mean? We got to find some way to grow the game. And I think, it, I don't know. I think it's great. It's on a good spot right now. I think so, eyes. but I but I'm in the industry. I think golf, is, and right now, the the quality of play and the player is phenomenal. It's not Tiger winning everything and the, all that craziness, but there's enough good players yep. that are fun to watch. You can kind of tie your wagon to. Is that a thing? Yes, that's, yeah. Okay. Hitch your wagon to. Tie your wagon is the same thing, but hitch is the right the right way to say okay, it. Okay, thanks. So, uh what about what went on with Rami this weekend? John Rom getting oh, the COVID. I think we talked about that last time. No, it had not come it was, out yet. Yeah, it was, yeah, it has. Had it not come out? No, it was Sunday that it. He was Saturday that he got told. Sunday they played. Oh, so I talked about you to, about it to you at the hack. Yes, yeah, that's fucked up. Um, so Rom gets COVID. They wheel it out to the 18th green. Uh, they should have let him know in my eyes before. That was kind of a bad look. I get it, though. 
I don't because get they it. needed to stop them right there. I think somebody well, should have told them. They, a long I want to know when they before. found out. Apparently, thirty minutes before. So why didn't thirty minutes before they go out and grab them and get them off? Correct. I don't, I can't say that this was all a publicity stunt that the PGA is doing the right thing by stopping him right there and putting it on because it was all bullshit. Let's go back to John Rahm wins the golf tournament. He's number one in the FedEx Cup. He's a hundred. He's one point eight million dollars richer. Uh, he's got another win on his bag, yeah. you know, to, for the Hall of Fame or for whatever it yeah, is right. later down in his career. Um, ex- exemptions to a handful of golf tournaments, which not that he needs them right now, but I don't know. Little Ricky can't yeah, fucking no. find the middle of his club face apparently right now. You know, everybody was on him five years ago as being the next little, you know, at least part of that group. Oh, I, um, I, I, I thought for sure he did. He won the waste management not that long. Ago. Right, two years ago. Well, the players too. So, but then uh, there are some names on that that I read an article about him grinding on the, and there are some names on there too that are like, oh, he's grinding too. It's not just Ricky grinding with. Oh with yeah, Matt I mean Jordan Dan. did it for how long? Jordan yeah. couldn't find you know right. the middle of the club right. face, so and then all of a sudden he's not out there. He's hangs with five tournaments says, oh my god jordan's back he's the yeah. best he's not playing but, man what a shitty thing for rom though that's a lot of money a lot of dude did patrick <laughs> patrick can't leave better have a nice fucking gift for my mm. man so what else is going on you got anything good you doing no. on the golf course anything else that's coming up i got no, uh no, i got this next week i got airification on the greens actually not next week the following week so we're two weeks away I did uh, airify all my tees this week, uh, which went very well. Uh, threw some plugs out in some areas. And it was interesting. You know, we've been throwing the plugs every year and looking at some spots. And nice. We don't have to put them there. We've put enough there. You know, all these yeah. other these things. Number two had to be, I think I talked about it last week, was 8, 12 feet off that cart path. We have a three-foot little strip. In one fat area, the rest is like two feet. That doesn't that doesn't have grass on it right now, and that has to do a lot with the old asphalt car pass that I have on yeah. there. Um, tough to grow grass on there. Seventeen, those spots are getting much smaller. Fifteen, much smaller. So things are going good. Uh, come out and play the canyon. We're still underneath construction, but fuck it, things are going good. I got uh, closed on the twentieth, day after Father's Day. I think twenty-first, day after the U.S. Open. I'm making um, a fucking brisket on Father's Day. Doing it. Oh, nice. First one. Nice. When, if great. and when we get to Kansas City, my favorite sandwich is called the Z-Man sandwich at Oklahoma Joe, Joe's Barbecue. I'm going to try to replicate it. It's onion rings. It's got an onion ring on it. It's got brisket. It's fucking fire. So I went nice. over to the barbecue place, got some seasoning, the, the fry seasoning that they have. I'm going to make fries. I got the Oklahoma Joe's brisket seasoning. I got the barbecue sauce. It's all nice. fucking Where are you getting up. the brisket from? Costco. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is the only way to go. I can't get enough of that fucking grill. Mm. They are, I did burgers this past weekend on Sunday, and uh, it was the first time ever I did I did beef, and I do an 80-20. The more fatty it is, the better yeah. the burger. And then I bought ground sausage and mixed in like a third of that into it. Yes. Um. 
the texture was a little bit, I would call it bouncy almost. Uh, but man, the taste, it was like having fucking bacon already, oh, dude, I'm already you know, mad. implanted inside your burger. It was so good, but the juice dude. crushed. 225 for an hour and 45 minutes smoked. No sear, no nothing. Just smoked straight up. Yeah. Holy Pellet shit. Pellet is the best thing I've ever bought. Best thing I've ever bought. Yeah. And it's not even close. You feel I've like been, a I did chef. ribs. Oh, dude. But everything comes out like you want to at a barbecue place or fucking like steaks are, they're done right. I've like, said it before and I meat. know you and we had them at the house. It's the best burger you've ever eaten, yeah. let alone ever made. The steaks are phenomenal. The- I made ribs. Uh, uh, was that last weekend? They're fucking phenomenal. The yeah. wings, I've never... Homemade wings are so hard. That was the fucking best wings I could eat. Yeah. Like I would pay money for those at a restaurant. Uh, oh, easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, typically in your house, do you do a lot of the cooking or are you and Jamie split a no, lot of... No, we split of, a lot of you it. You split a lot yeah. of it. And that depends on the meal? Or the day. Like Sunday, I like to take the, the day. Regardless if it's we're cooking on the stove or we're yeah. cooking yeah, outside. Yeah, I like to just get a good meal on Sunday. Okay. Especially because it gets the leftovers on Monday or Tuesday, you know. But yeah. like I just... And I got the time Sunday and then I, I can just... Fucking fire up the smoker or yeah. make lasagna, drink beers. Right. I was saying kind of before you got the smoker. My point is, uh, any of you ladies out there, buy you a man <laughs> or your partner a fucking smoker, and I promise you with one of these pellet smokers, you won't have to worry about meals at least four days out of All the All I week. want to do is fire that thing. I just look at it, I'm like, what can I put on there today? And it's legitimately anything you want. Yeah. I know people, they make cookies, you know, pizzas. Yeah. Pizzas. I did pizzas with this. Um, It's all about the crust. And unless you make your own crust, I had a uh, friend of ours, Copenhaver, actually, goes on the Jingweed thing, Tatum Ranch. He says buy the biscuit, like the Bisquick biscuits that are pre, like, in the roll. Right. He's like, and you flatten those out and make personals. Fire. And he's like, they cook so much better. And he's got two kids. They like to make it, you know, yep. do their own. Mm-hmm. And you can just keep moving those things through. Because these things don't get hot enough to make real pizza. That's well, you can buy the insert, my problem though. with it. Huh? You, can buy, you can buy the insert. Oh, for, for you, mine. yours you can. Yeah. I don't think Draghi makes them. I'm not, I'm not dying to spend 140 bucks to make my own pizza. I'm going to buy Barrows for five. Yeah, yeah. Let somebody else do it. <laughs> let the let the real Italians do it. Also, I, I want to introduce you to my new segment, Fun Facts with Dan. <laughs> we talked about blue whales last week. I just want to throw some just some fun facts, some worldly I, facts at I'm you. In. Some stuff you probably never knew. Maybe ten of them. Oh, ten of them. Nice. Let's start with number one. You know, all Fruit Loops are the same flavor. <laughs> yes, I do know <laughs> I that. Know that. Yeah. Fruit Loops are good. Wait. Yeah, they are. I hate the smell of them. Do you? Yeah. Well, they're all the same flavor. I do know that, though. Maybe somebody out there learned something. One of the 250 of you. My brother was a huge Fruit Loop guy. So oh, really? Yeah, and I hated the smell of them. Did you know Anne Frank and Martin Luther King were born in the same year? Nope. That's fucking wild, right? Yeah, that is kind of wild. It's a fun fact. 
Uh, you know, most Canadians live south of Seattle. Yes. I didn't know that. That was fucking lame. You know, there's a species. They all live south of Anchorage. Do they? Well, most, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a species of jellyfish that is immortal. It can somehow revert back to like its pupil or infant stage and just never dies. That's crazy. That's I, fucked up. That is crazy. You want to keep going? <laughs> well, yeah, we've got <laughs> 10 right. of them, you said. All right. That's dumb. And he could cut some of it. <laughs> Did you know Prince Charles has a car fueled with wine? <laughs> that's wild. I think that's what Leah's car is fueled with. <laughs> Not the driver, the actual car. Right, the car itself, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can cut some of the... Oh, this is fucking sweet. One of the most painful stings known to mankind is from a platypus. <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Yep. Why? You know what it is? Uh, probably from uh, you know what it stings you with the crocky guy that passed away from the. You know stingray. what it stings you with? It's uh, teeth, doesn't no, it? No, some back claw that fucks you up. I knew it was something different than like a stinger or his tail or whatever. I knew it was. It's like it's dew claw. Or, yeah, yeah, like a dew claw and it's got a bunch of poison in it. I saw a monstrous rattlesnake <laughs> the it's, other day. Monster. Did you really at your place? Yep. Yeah, it was on one of my little access roads from the shop to behind 17 Green. I was taking the top dresser to go you back there. You get a there. lot more than me. Oh, it was fucking huge. And it was early in the morning, so it was on the middle of the access road, coiled up, probably just sunning oh, himself. Oh, shit. And he went banana lands when I went driving by. Um, fuck, I'm, I'm throwing off. I haven't. I did see. I think I told you those rattlesnakes in that box, same as last year. Mm -hmm. The two parents with like the twelve babies. We had that back two years in a row. But that's all I've seen for snakes so far. And we got the, those holes right against the national forest. That's mm -hmm. where they come from. We'll get them on those kind of holes over by that. I get horses and cows too. Yeah, I know you guys get the horses and the cows probably more than the fucking snakes and the coyotes. Well, you say javelina way up from the way fires. Up, way up. I, honestly, I haven't like seen my first, shit for them. First I've four years, probably, I saw one family of them. And then after the fires, it was just every day. And more and more of those fucking holes where they dig them. Yeah. And they you know, calls from members like, hey, you got a water leak. And I'll drive over there. And it's like a javelina little hole. I'm like, fuck. Bastards. Take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget what else I was going to say. I think we can uh, wrap this thing up. We're yeah. we're coming to the point where we're forgetting things. Thursday nights, those eight point fives, man. Yeah, the eight point fives are doing well. Uh, I'm heading up north tomorrow, so I'm going to swing by work. I'm actually taking the wifey to work with me tomorrow morning at four thirty. Buzz around real quick. Ricky's been on vacation, so catch up with each other and heading to a wedding. Woohoo! Man, that's four hours from now. I know. Five Fuck. hours. Oh, well. It'll be all right. Life goes on, baby. Yep, you'll make it. Until next time. Later. Stay pissed. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad.